time for Talkin' Jazz. The future Hall of Famer earned 18 NBA All-Star selections and an NBA MVP, two Olympic gold medals, and displayed a relentless approach to a game he dearly loved. In honor of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the seven others who also lost their lives, we ask you please to observe a moment of silence. There you have it. That was last night at Vivint Smart Home Arena. The uh, crowd there paying their respects to Kobe and those who lost their lives in that tragic helicopter accident on Sunday. Good evening. Welcome in to this week's edition of Talking Jazz. Eleven Harrington is with me. It was just a wild weekend uh, for that very reason. A lot yeah. of emotions. I hit a lot of, you know, we didn't really know him that well but mm -hmm. other than through the media, but it still, it hits hard. And we'll talk a little bit more about that yeah. later on uh, in this show. But after that, the Jazz went out and played an awful game. But as yeah. you pointed out, so what? They still won, what, they're 19-3 and three since December 11th, I believe. Yeah, if you look, yeah that 22-game sample. That's I, pretty I good. Think, yeah, this yeah. was an outlier, an anomaly, yeah. and you, that's okay. And Eric Gordon decided, hey, yeah. I'm James Harden tonight, and he filled the role. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about things that are going well and most likely will continue to go well. And you yeah. wanted to start with Donovan. And last night, Donovan was amazing. He didn't get a lot of help. Yeah. But he was I mean at times it's like he's scoring at will as you put it well the, the thing is that he can score in so many different ways because he, he has improved his game changed his game modified his game I still can remember last year you know when Kevin McHale was saying oh they, they figured this guy out oh yeah that's no great no one. they yeah. have not thanks Kevin and, <laughs> and Donovan continues to figure out new ways to be able to attack the basket and, and it's almost because you know he can throw the ball down, that he becomes that much more dangerous because you have to protect yourself against that. And so that allows him to have the mid-range shot uh, more so than he's had in the past. And so he's taken advantage of the opportunities that his game progression has uh, has has really you know given him this opportunity to change his game up. And the Euro step. You know, uh, and, so and the cool. mid-range shot, and then the three-point shot, which the, the Jazz collectively have shot very well, with the exception, really, of last night. But Donovan looks like he can go out and score 30 points without without blinking an eye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, you saw him in the white uniforms yeah. against Dallas last night. They were going to wear the yells. They switched out because they haven't been playing all that well. I like that yellow uniform, but apparently... Well, the gold uniform has not been gold? good to the Utah yeah. Jazz. Well, just, I, I don't, you, you can't quit on it. Well, You've uh, got to play through it. You no, know, here's what you do. You bring the gold back, and they did actually. They brought it back, I want to say, against Sacramento. But you bring it back against the team that you know you're going to win, win. Yeah, like against, Houston. And then you can kind of reinvent that jersey again. Uh, our producer, Matt Coleman, <laughs> just said, yes, they can get rid of that. He doesn't <laughs> like it. Uh, all right, well, since our last talk in Jazz, the Jazz are 2-1. and one. Yeah. Victories over the Warriors. But let's talk about that Mavericks game because a perfect example of not panicking. Because mm -hmm. a couple minutes ago in that game, they looked like they were cooked. Done. It, here's the thing about that Mavericks game is that you know you're going up against one of the best players in, in the league. Not the best team, but one of the better teams. But one of the best players in Luka Doncic, right? Yeah, and he comes so out, Doncic does. And the Mavericks do. They score 36 points in the first quarter. That's one of the best teams in the first quarter in the NBA. Speaking of the Mavs, they average over 30 points every first quarter that they get play. But you had Doncic play very well, and then it would have been easy to kind of pack it in in that game and say, man, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. 
and, and get back over the top. And especially when the Mavs continue to kind of pour it on the way that they did, but the Jazz were able to maintain, uh, you know, this, this sense of calm and confidence because they've been in this situation before, now against lesser teams, but they were able to bring that confidence uh, to this game. That, that three that you saw Royce O'Neal hit was a huge moment because uh, on the other side, the Jazz were up by one, three-pointer on the other side. Jazz hit, you know, feel like they're, they're kind of in a tough spot, and then Royce hits that, that shot. And then, and then Rudy blocked, Gobert, yeah. come wow. on. Um, you know, we had Mike Smith who was on the set with us for that game and, and made this statement. He said, that right there, that solidifies him as an all-star. Absolutely. Because it will be played, which it was. It yeah. was played around the league and all the highlight shows. Yep. Um, and people were seeing, this is what Rudy Gobert does. And we'll know for sure on Thursday, yeah. by the way, when they announce uh, the rest of the team. Let's, let's stay with that a little bit and talk about Rudy's big night. Because it was about five episodes of mm -hmm. Talking Jazz ago when you said he is re he's re starting to figure it yeah. out. And then maybe three episodes where you said he's picked up some new moves, and now here we yeah. are, and a huge night for Rudy in that Dallas. Yeah, game. you know, absolutely. When it, when it comes to the offensive um, improvement that we we're seeing from from Rudy Gobert, because there, there there's been the criticism that he hasn't figured out how to finish strong, and and Donovan said this a few games back. That big, big guy, which is what he likes to yeah. call Rudy, right? Hey, you know, big guy is, is just starting to figure out just how good he is, how dominant he is. And at seven foot two, if he gives the ball above his head the way we've seen him do more and more now, he is unstoppable. And Most then on the blocks. defensive side, we already know yeah. what, what Rudy can do. He, he's just so impressive to follow here, and he finds himself more and more. Uh, in in the right place at the right time for the for the for the, the putback uh, dunks and then this 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 move right here, and he had one he had one even last night. Um, yeah, against, uh, against Austin Rivers. Yeah, against yeah. Rivers, uh, which was similar to that where Rivers you know did the the pump fake come back they come back again. But if you look specifically at the numbers from that Mavericks game, this is nuts. Twenty two points. 17 rebounds, five blocks, and then if you look at the comparison, there's only one other player that has done this in the history of the National Basketball Association, which is to, to go for 20 points or more, 15 rebounds or more, five block shots or more, and be 100% perfect from the field, and that was the Kemi Mutombo. Which is amazing yeah. that that stat is even available, yeah. but it, you're right, it just goes to show uh, the dominance there. Uh, all right, as we said at the outset, and this is the most important thing of all, Last night was not a good game, yeah. but it's going to happen. Nobody has ever won every game in the NBA. It, yeah. It's never happened, and it was just one of those nights. But as you said, and I saw this in your post game, yeah. and we're going to hear more from the players. You just you don't define what's been going on in the last two months by one game. Yeah, you, you said no team has, has ever won all 82 games. No, no, very few teams will win. You know, at the clip that the Jazz are winning, which is right now, 19 yeah. out of the last 22 which the Jazz have accomplished. And, and having said that, you know, again, you look at the body of work and then you put this into perspective and this is an anomaly. This is an outlier. This, this is, is a game that just did not seem to fit the norm for the Jazz. They looked disconnected at times. And even then, they, they were able to, 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 you know, in at a certain point in this game, make it competitive and make it, make you even feel like yeah, maybe they'll come back and win this I game. I kept feeling that. Now, the now they didn't, half. and they yeah. give credit to the Houston Rockets and, and, of course, give credit 
to Eric Gordon, oh, who Lord. had a monster night. Yeah, but Gordon, you know, for Gordon, that that's a guy as as we you know we've talked about that that he's playing without Harden in there. With, without Westbrook in there. Clint so you, and so out. he took yeah. every single shot that he those guys it. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I've never gotten so many shots. Right. And he hit them. Right. Uh, all right. Well, that flows nicely into this week's edition of Jazz Bites, presented by Kimball Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need after the game, like that one against the Rockets. It's really about how the Jazz come out and play in the next one. Jazz Bites, presented by Kimball Roofing and Repairs. We're not expecting to play perfect, you know, the rest of the year. You know, you, we have games like this. There's going to be games like this. But the biggest thing is how we respond. And we play a great a good team in San Antonio. And um, after we play Denver. But I think um, we'll look at the film. But I think we should just let the, look at this one and say, all right. But, like, you know, understand what we had, to, what we did wrong and be ready for this upcoming stretch. And we haven't done that in a very long time. You know, this is really uncharacteristic of us. But, like I said, you, we have games like this. You know, in my where I'm at now and I think where we are right now is how do we respond from this you know you can sit here and dwell on it and you know but you know we've we can reflect on the, the games we played well but that's how do you respond from this we haven't had a game like this in a, in a very long time you know and it's a matter of how do we respond and um, that's what I think we're already looking forward to. Speaking of which that's kind of the mantra that Kobe had made him such a yeah. good player. Uh, so here's what is coming up by the way yeah it's it's daunting. The Spurs tomorrow night. They have lost three in a row, but you never know. And then basically they do a home and home with the Nuggets and Blazers. How about that? And then February 9th, they head back to Houston for the return game. Interesting to see who's actually playing in that one for the Rockets. That's a long way off. I'm sure they'll have them all. Not pictured here, by the way, later on is a game in Dallas and then against Miami yeah. before the All-Star break. So, Alema, let's just, as you look at this, maybe we just pick the first couple. Spurs and Nuggets, what do you expect out of them? Well, I expect the Spurs to be the Spurs, you know, it's a Popovich coach team, and, you know, they'll continue to be competitive on any given night, especially if you're going to play them at their place. And as far as the Denver Nuggets are concerned, that's always going to be a team that that I think as, you know, you look over the the course of the last couple of years, um, they're a team that is on the rise. I still don't think that they're ready you know, for prime time, speaking of the Denver Nuggets are just too young. But that that's certainly a team that, that uh, along with the Spurs, and I would say every other team in the Western Conference right now, the, the Jazz play games in the Western Conference with a target on their backs because of the success that they have had. And so there was a time when, you know, it's like, oh, you're playing the Jazz, not that big of a deal. Now it's like, now, hey, yeah. you know, uh, because even in that loss last night, you got two guys scoring 30 or more yeah. points. And yeah, so Bogdanovich you, and Mitchell combined yeah, so, for 66. So you got Bogdanovich scoring 30. Wow. So you got a game plan for each one of these scores. It's not like you, you know, you go into that game and think, oh, it's just the Jazz. Right. It's like not people, anymore. people are are because we look at that daunting schedule and say, man, those are tough, tough games. The, everybody else is looking at that schedule on the other side and seeing the Jazz go, oh, that's oh, a that's tough a game. Tough yeah. game. Yeah, you're right. Well spoken. Yeah. All right. Uh, obviously, the tough thing that we've been talking about for the last couple of days, the, the tragic death of Kobe, his daughter Gigi, and seven others aboard a helicopter that crashed Sunday morning in L.A. The memories run deep for mm-hmm. everyone, everyone on the planet. Yeah. I mean, the, the, what this guy transcended is amazing. Yeah. You and I have spent time covering him um, in various ways. Let me show you, first of all, Kobe against the Jazz. This is unbelievable. 1,549 regular season points, which is the second most among mm. any opponent for the Jazz. 
He's third among playoff points against the Jazz. He's first among made free throws against the Jazz. So they fouled him yeah. more than anybody else. Uh, you see his regular season record against the Jazz right there. And his playoff record, interesting though, that playoff record, 13 and 11, it started one and eight. And those were those first two years yeah. where the Jazz swept them and then beat them 4-1. And the Jazz, of course, went on to the NBA Finals. But it finished 12 and three as he and Shaq got yeah. it figured out and went on and started winning NBA titles. And then later, he and Pau Gasol. Yeah. That, that's one thing we always forget. He won those three titles with Shaq. Shaq and leaves. came back and did And he it does some it more. again <laughs> with, with, with Pau Gasol. Yeah. So, um, let, let's talk a little bit about, just briefly, uh, I know you have a memory that goes yeah. back quite a ways uh, regarding Kobe. You know, before you know, I get in, into that, because I think this speaks to it, um, Gail Miller, the Miller family, and their, their you know, the, the release that they had. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they, they called Kobe a generational player. And, and really, he was multiple generations that, that were defined or followed or emulated or, you know, these different things that, that we associate with Kobe Bryant. But for me, I remember I was in Hawaii and I was just breaking into the broadcast business. I was fortunate enough in Hawaii to, to sign a contract to, to come here to Salt Lake City. I was going to be here locally. And one of the last interviews I did, um, the Lakers who do their summer camp, of course, oh, in, in Hawaii, Hawaii, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this young kid that had been, you know, coming straight out of high school, uh, uh, had been uh, drafted and then ended up with the Lakers. So he was there with that, that group. And I remember talking to him. And he's like 17. Yes, yeah, 17 years old. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to, uh, you know, I just got signed to, to, to join a, a TV station in, in, in Utah. I'll see you in the NBA. And I was so excited. And he was excited, too, about, really? you know, the yeah. prospect of, of achieving his dream. Yeah. And then he comes, and the first time I really got a chance to cover him was, was in the, the playoffs. And, you know, then, then he has these air balls as yeah, yeah. this young kid, right? Yeah. And it, it just, you know, to see him go from, from that um, to the heights that, that he achieved was, you know, for me kind of, it was, was fun to see how he achieved that because how he achieved that is really the legacy that of he left, he is, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. which is a guy that gave everything. After those air balls, yeah. he went on to win uh, five <laughs> NBA titles. That was the one and yeah. eight start off. Exactly. <laughs> the 12 you know, I, I'll tell you, there are a lot of great memories yeah. when he played, but I think more about his post-playing career. Yeah. And I love his relationship with all, his wife and his kids, yeah. and especially his daughter, uh, Gigi, who also yeah. tragically lost her life. And I love, this is a video clip that started to emerge, you know, just a father and a daughter. And yeah. as, as a father of a daughter who played, high school and college sports. I can totally relate to this. And look at how much fun he's oh, just he's having. Teaching her, teaching her how teaching to get how that to body in there and push him off. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly the way he played. And then, and then clips that we've seen with him coaching her, uh, you know, at a game yeah. like, uh, that they may have been at, yeah. like this one. Mm -hmm. And look at him. Can you imagine? Your dad's Kobe Bryant. How do you not listen to that? Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to remember most is just what a great father and how he pursued uh, life yeah. beyond uh, the and that was so really stuff. the second part of his and, life. And he was, was just that. getting started. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Check out this little hey, baby. This is my right friend here. Mountain Mike. Yeah. Mountain, Mike. Mountain Mike. Mountain Mike. You want this bobblehead? January well, thir tell you January thirty first. By the way, come out and see the stars. Hottest one of the hottest teams in the G League. And you buy two tickets, you're going to get Mountain Mike, uh, and also get to see, see some great uh, G League basketball. And they're hot. Yeah. By the way, they are. They're very. Yeah, I've never ever seen a basketball bobblehead. With a guy he, on skis. Does he ski? He's I never skied. He, we we <laughs> talked to him. Yeah. Never skied in his life. All right. But come on and get this. See you next time. January 31st. Talk to the stars. <laughs>